0: and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you.
1: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And holy cow, are we talking success today? We're talking about how to become a billionaire, that's a billionaire with a B, not a millionaire with an M. Because, you know, millionaires, eh, they're a dime a dozen. We want to become billionaires or at least learn how many billionaires got to have that much money and the, the tactics and the strategies that they use. And it was, it was great reading my guest's book because he's got so much information about it. So please join me in welcoming Rafael Batziag to our program today. Welcome, Rafael.
2: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Great. Well, you know, you're actually in Germany. I love it. I interview people around the world, but I think you are my first guest in Germany. So you know, so much fun. So no, let me no. tell yes, yes. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll jump into this because it really is going to be a fascinating subject. So Raphael Badziag is a global entrepreneur, top TED speaker who reached over three million views, best selling author and angel investor. He is a valued expert in psychology of entrepreneurship, specializing in self-made billionaires, and was featured on NBC, ABC, CBS, BBC, and Fox Networks, as well as in Forbes, CNBC, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, Entrepreneur.com, Inc., and many other leading national newspapers and TV networks in over 40 countries around the world. He is a valued contributor to CNBC, Business Insider, and Entrepreneur.com. He has done what no one else has done so far, opened the most inaccessible doors to some of the wealthiest people on the planet. He worked for years with over 20 self-made billionaires and using firsthand information on their methods and mindsets, distilled their secrets into 20 mental principles that enable them to start from zero and create billions of dollars in value during one lifespan. He shares these in his book, The Billion Dollar Secret, so that you and I can follow their path to extreme wealth and success. So again, Raphael, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's a great introduction.
1: I know. So much fun. And, and you know, we went through the whole alphabet soup of, of uh, networks and, and things, but that just goes to show how important and and informative your information is um because it really is cool so i had a digital version of your book you've got the real version hold it up just so people can see it here we go it's great and it's, and it's even got highlights in gold highlights in gold folks um,
2: 20 principles of billionaire wealth and success right perfect
1: i love it well that's, you know, deciding to, to even do this has been an absolutely phenomenal story, but how did you get from, you know, where you were to, to writing a book and, and talking about these people? How did you determine that this was, for now at least, what you wanted to be doing?
2: Right. It's a long story, but I tell you as maybe a shorter Look at version. the condensed here. version. <laughs> right. Uh, so back in the 90s, I was pioneering pioneer in e-commerce uh, in Germany,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, meaning uh, I set up the first online shop for sporting goods in, on the okay. German-speaking market mm-hmm. in Europe, um, and I was uh, making money in internet uh, before Google, so it was mm-hmm. pretty early, wow. at least for European mm-hmm. standards, right? And um, it's developed quite uh, quite well. It was uh, mm-hmm. actually a hobby project at first and I mm-hmm. you know, started uh, to employ people and mm-hmm. uh, had to focus on business only. So mm-hmm. I became a full-time entrepreneur and uh, it became a multi-million company pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it didn't feel like success. I, mm-hmm. uh, it felt like uphill battle, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. stress, firefighting and so on and so on. And I could see competitors Uh, Starting later, uh, becoming more successful, growing faster, uh, outperforming me in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, revenue, maybe even profitability.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And um, I realized uh, there was something missing in me, uh, Mm -hmm. in my entrepreneurial personality, Mm -hmm. because I am a mathematician myself. So Ah. I didn't have a business Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. And um, at the beginning, I thought, you know, if if you got the right business model, you will be successful, right? If mm-hmm. you do the right thing, if you right. find the right idea mm-hmm. and implement it, then you will be successful. But mm-hmm. after a while, after maybe five, ten years into the business, I realized everybody has the same business model in my uh, in my industry. And mm-hmm. uh, this is standard in every other industry. Mm-hmm. Practically everybody has the same business model.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, so... Uh, who wins in that uh, competition, so to say. Of course, the best Mm entrepreneur. So it is a lot about the personality of the entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. how you uh, approach business, how you build your company. You are the one who employs the people, Mm -hmm. who somehow trains them, motivates them, gives them direction, Mm -hmm. um, um, uh, who somehow installs uh, the company culture Mm -hmm. and so on and so on. So I realized I was just uh, lacking some of these uh, skills and maybe also of the entrepreneurial man- mindset mm-hmm. uh, because I had this uh, purely technical approach to business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I saw it as a, let's say, automat- automaton, as a, mm-hmm. as a machine and uh, it is a lot about people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, about um, uh, people in my company, mm-hmm. around my company and of course about myself. So I started uh, to, um, to educate myself, to mm-hmm. read all these books about uh, personal development, mm-hmm. about uh, millionaire thinking, about mm-hmm. business, going to different conferences and so on and so on. And uh, I had this uh, key experience at one of the conferences where I was high-fiving with other people and shouting uh, to each other,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you've got a millionaire mind. Mm. And this somehow didn't resonate with me. Right. I didn't know what it was at the mm-hmm. beginning, and after a while, I realized, of course, mm-hmm. I've got a millionaire mind. I have built a multi-million dollar mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's just uh, it d- didn't feel successful. It's mm. actually um, nothing unusual, or it's not uh, really a sign of success because mm-hmm. then I realized how many millionaires we have in right. the world and mm-hmm. that uh, being a millionaire nowadays in our times uh, in business is mm-hmm. a pretty average uh, performance mm-hmm. right? Uh, right you're in the states mm-hmm. and uh, from, uh, from the statistics i know if you are um, in this uh, in the united states when you survive five years in business
0: mm-hmm.
2: then uh, your chance of being a millionaire is 50, uh, 50%. Mm-hmm. So half of the people who survive five years of uh, in, in business in, in the mm-hmm. States become millionaires. Mm-hmm. So this is really average, right? Mm-hmm. This is, you, you would say, mediocre performance Wait. in mm-hmm. business. and Nothing unusual, nothing to be somehow um, excited about.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I realized... This knowledge, um, this millionaire knowledge that you find in uh, thousands of books, in every, in many conferences and so on, this is just not enough to compete mm-hmm. with the people I had to compete that were just better than me. Mm-hmm. And I had that millionaire knowledge apparently mm-hmm. already. Right. Like, because
1: you've done it. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I, I've done it. I have built a multi-million dollar company already mm-hmm. and I, I was a millionaire at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that in order to compete with them, I will have to, uh, to go for the knowledge or use mm-hmm. knowledge that is of a much higher level, that right. much higher mm-hmm. value than uh, the knowledge they, mm-hmm. uh, they have. And um, then I realized, you know, in every uh, way of life, whatever you do, you should always learn from the best uh, in -hmm. that field, from the best people in that field. Mm -hmm. And why that? Uh, Because, you know, the effort you put in, Mm -hmm. the uh, amount of work, Mm -hmm. of time, maybe of money that you Mm -hmm. put in will be the the same, but Mm -hmm. the results will be completely different, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So if you, let's say, want to be a really good basketball player, if you want to play in NBA, you don't learn from your local hero. You would like to learn from Michael Jordan or... Mm -hmm. Uh, people like that Mm -hmm. right Uh, and this is the same in business right if you Mm -hmm. want to be really uh, successful in business you should learn from the best uh, people in business Mm -hmm. and then uh, I just had to realize who are the best people in business Mm -hmm. and uh, you know in many different ways of of life you can define uh, success differently Mm -hmm. But in business, there is just one mm-hmm. objective measure of success. Right. And this is really simple. And this mm-hmm. is net worth. Money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or net worth, let's mm-hmm. say. So to be more precise, it's it's about money, right. but mm-hmm. net worth. So right, net right. Worth because is, it's
1: not uh, that you have that money in the bank. You don't. Exactly.
2: So this it's, is not everything uh, the money. Mm-hmm. The, what, this is one of the misconceptions mm-hmm. about uh, the billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. But net worth. Net worth mm-hmm. means uh, generally uh, the amount of value or the value right. you have created in your mm-hmm. business career. And uh, this value is, of course, stored in different um, forms, mm-hmm. mostly in forms of the shares in your companies or uh, in the companies you have mm-hmm. built, right? <laughs> so uh, with that definition, uh, the best entrepreneurs in, uh, in the world are at the same time the wealthiest people on mm-hmm. the planet, right? right. So um, uh, so for me now, it was um, a challenge or a question of learning from the best mm-hmm. People uh, in, in the world from the billionaires, we call them billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. The wealthiest people in the world nowadays uh, are billionaires. Uh, but uh, the, now I realize um, what kind of a challenge it is because mm-hmm. actually uh, billionaires are extremely rare creatures, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take the world on average, only one in five million people in the world uh are billionaires Mm -hmm. right so to go out uh, and meet a billionaire on the street by accident so to say by chance Mm -hmm. it's like winning the main pot in the national lottery more Mm or less the same uh, probability Mm -hmm. right and for a book or if i wanted to learn let's say from 10 for 20 from 20 Mm -hmm. billionaires uh, the probabilities are so low um, i don't know if you know anybody who won uh, 20 times uh, the main pot in the national lottery. Mm-hmm. It's just right. plain impossible. There right. are no mm-hmm. people like that in the world and mm-hmm. they will never be, mm-hmm. right? So it was quite uh, uh, the thought of that learning mm-hmm. from billionaires firsthand, like mm-hmm. meeting them, talking to them, and getting the knowledge, the mm-hmm. wisdom. Uh, it sounds so uh, unrealistic, mm-hmm. but I somehow managed to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you ask some more questions, I will... Uh, uh, tell you how mm-hmm. i
0: how i right. did it or right. how, oh, yes. how it mm-hmm. uh, how it pro- mm-hmm. progressed
1: maybe. right you know and it was interesting when i was reading your book because some of the names i recognized but not a lot of them you know and 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 i think that might be part of it too is they're quiet billionaires you know right. they don't go around saying so there is a, exactly
0: so
2: they are mm-hmm. there is a difference be- uh, between celebrities mm-hmm. and really wealthy people or right. let's say Really good entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, they are exceptions that mm-hmm. uh, somebody is a celebrity entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like, I mean, a celebrity billionaire, you have uh, them actually, all of them are right. actually in the state, the celebrities, mm-hmm. right? Right. So Elon Musk, like mm-hmm. uh, Bill Gates, or,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, Jeff Bezos. or Jeff Bezos, I mean, you know, people exactly. like that, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, 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 most. Um, but an average, let's say, an average person can name maybe maybe only five billionaires, mm-hmm.
0: right? right. And we probably, probably some of them would even be. Are, mm-hmm. right.
2: Exactly, all, all mm-hmm. the other people that average per, an average person mm-hmm. thinks uh, are wealthy, they mm-hmm. are actually celebrities. They are like mm-hmm. you know TV celebrities. They mm-hmm. are quite, uh, let's say. Uh, mm, well, well off, but mm-hmm. they are certainly not billionaires, right? right? right. Uh, so let's say uh, typical celebrities are, let's say, TV, uh, mm-hmm. TV stars or mm-hmm. film stars or maybe um, maybe uh, sports uh, mm-hmm. sports stars. But rarely any of them uh, are billionaires. Maybe mm-hmm. in uh, when you take the TV celebrities and the mm-hmm. sports stars, you can also count with one hand uh, the billionaires among mm-hmm. them, right? right. So. Uh, so most uh, uh billionaires are really somehow undercover they mm-hmm. they are not known to the to the general public of right. course in the industries they are right. super oh, smart, yes. Right? yes you know For people know who they are mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but there is one um <clears throat> uh, global competition that chooses uh every mm-hmm. year the best mm-hmm. entrepreneur
0: mm-hmm.
2: in uh, in the world mm-hmm. uh, they have several um criteria by the mm-hmm. way uh last year the best entrepreneur in the world it's called um the world entrepreneur of the year
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh an american entrepreneur became the best the best one Brett kiwa he is also mm-hmm. not not really a celebrity but mm-hmm. he was right. chosen uh, mm-hmm. the best entrepreneur in the year uh, of the year and mm-hmm. um Young, uh, this is this organization who mm-hmm. um who sets up this global competition, mm-hmm. they choose every year in every country the best entrepreneur in that country. It is mm-hmm. then called Entrepreneur of the Year. Mm-hmm. And once a year, the best entrepreneurs come from every country, come mm-hmm. to Monaco to choose uh, the, the best one in the mm-hmm. world. And then it is called the World Entrepreneur of wow. the Year.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: for they have been doing that for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And since then, eight people... Um, uh, from, from the 20 chosen mm-hmm. entrepreneurs of the year from different years, uh, only eight of them are actually self-made billionaires. So because mm-hmm. in my book, you have only self-made right, billionaires. Right, so, It's not uh,
1: inherited. It's not, not married inherited. into right. all of those things. Mm-hmm.
2: And only billionaires. And there are some other uh, conditions that I uh, put on, mm-hmm. um, on the participants. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, uh, self made billionaires. So, uh, out of these 20 world and of the of the year, eight of them uh, are self made billionaires, and five of them actually participate in that project. So, this wow. is the really crème de la crème mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. world's uh, business, so to say. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know, and, and I love the fact that, you know, in the book, you're talking about how they got their start. And it was just astounding. I mean, you know, we talked about the fact that they're self made. You know, so it wasn't that they inherited, it wasn't that, you know, they they married into it, you know, or you know, somehow had something like that. But what really surprised me was almost to a person, they started earning money at a very young age. Right. I think there were several that were like six. And we're not talking allowance, you know, things like that. We're talking, you know, they were earning money. Now, not big money.
2: Yeah, some and, of them had had to right. uh, go they had out and help support
1: and, their families. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly, they mm-hmm. had to support their families, or even they had to, to earn money uh, because they otherwise they wouldn't have anything to eat. Right. They right. had to to uh, mm-hmm. earn money to t- mm-hmm. to survive, right?
0: right. You know, so, and, uh, this
2: is one of the misconceptions mm-hmm. people think. You know, you need to be born in the right, right country, mm-hmm. in a wealthy country, in mm-hmm. a uh, well-off. Family mm-hmm. supported, family get great education mm-hmm. uh, to have chance uh, for that right. Uh, wealth, right mm-hmm. in your life. Right. But if you read that book, you will realize mm-hmm. in what conditions right. uh, some oh. of these billionaires were born, and yeah. this is just. And, and many of
1: them were extremely poor conditions. You know, exactly. they were they were on their own, you know, at a very young age. So they had to earn money, like you said, to survive. Um, they didn't have family support. Many of them didn't even have... E- education you know it wasn't that right. they went and earned you know fancy degrees and and all of these things some of them didn't even graduate from from you know
2: uh, uh high school there was even one who didn't graduate from um, uh, from the elementary school right. he was right. uh, mm-hmm. uh uh he was dispelled i think from the school after four grade mm-hmm. because he literally peed his schoolmaster on right. his hat.
0: Mm-hmm. right
2: and mm-hmm. uh, he was misbehaving and, mm-hmm. and uh, went, then he mm-hmm. got into uh alcohol habit Mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, he was also illiterate mm-hmm. because you know in China Wait. he was Chinese, mm-hmm. in China uh, after 4 years of schooling mm-hmm. uh, they have 50,000 uh, 50, characters in China so you are right. generally illiterate right mm-hmm. if, if you had only 4 years of schooling he didn't uh, know how to read how to mm-hmm. how to write and uh, I, I won't tell you here the, the whole story but generally uh, he was um, he hit uh, the um, the bottom at the at the age mm-hmm. uh, at the age of fourteen, right. when uh, he was just a literate drunkard and mm-hmm. uh, doormat in his village, and uh, nobody trusted him anything mm-hmm. except for just one community cow. He was just taking care of he one.
1: He took cow. care of the cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because nobody uh, nobody trusted him more mm-hmm. responsibility, okay. and uh, he realized he had. He he had to do something in order mm-hmm. to get out of that, and started mm-hmm. to uh, get up really early at five a.m. and cut grass at uh, at the river and sell mm-hmm. it to horse keepers for pennies, just mm-hmm. you know, to uh, because his uh, his wage that he was g- getting was just uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, just bare enough to to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So so he got these pennies and started saving for a dictionary mm-hmm. in order to uh, uh, to, learn to
1: learn make, the the fifty thousand uh, characters.
2: Right, and he needed one year to, to save up for a dictionary, right. then two more years to save up for an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. And with that, he started to develop, and everything mm-hmm. he learned, he never uh, uh, he never finished any school, he never graduated mm-hmm. from any school. Everything he learned in his life mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, is all autodidact. Mm-hmm. So he, he learned by himself. And uh, roughly 50 years after... Uh, uh, hitting the uh, rock bottom, he became uh, the uh, not only one of the largest or the largest auto glass manufacturer in the world with mm-hmm. Real Glass with uh, his Chinese company. He, by the way, he owns some factories also in, in the United States and mm-hmm. employs, I think, five thousand uh, people in, in the United States as well. Uh, so he not only became uh, the largest auto uh, glass manufacturer, he became a billionaire, one of the. Uh, wealthiest people in China, mm-hmm. the, and he was awarded several times uh, the award for the greatest philanthropist in China, mm-hmm. or in Asia, even in mm-hmm. Asia,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, 2009 he became the world entrepreneur of the year, so mm-hmm. the best entrepreneur in the world, so this yes. is how uh, what you can achieve in one lifespan yeah. if you really mm-hmm. Uh, have that per- perseverance if you uh, really have the, the drive the motivation.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and This is what um, uh, let's say um, uh, the general audience uh, thinks is just you know impossible, or mm-hmm. uh, let, let's uh, let's us uh, let's say uh, most people use as excuse uh, mm-hmm. the. Um, the conditions they were born mm-hmm. in or the right. conditions they are uh, in. And they say, I just didn't have the mm-hmm. chance or, you know, uh, it's the others that are, uh, you know, that, um, uh, that are to blame for mm-hmm. where I am. But these people, they just don't blame anybody. Right. They're we, like, uh, whatever. Just get up and uh, mm-hmm. get to work.
0: Right?
1: Mm-hmm. right. You know, and, and obviously the drive, is is you know the probably the the biggest thing that that they all have is you know they're they're going to go from, in ma- in many cases virtually nothing or even nothing, to becoming these billionaires and you can't do that if you don't have obviously a strong drive, but they had a lot of other work ethics and and things like that and you talk about twenty of those in in your book, but what's the di- you know I mean aside from just the sheer numbers what is the difference between someone who's satisfied is maybe the way to to be a millionaire and that person who is a billionaire because there is you know there's a very big difference and i love how you always contrast those in the book millionaire does this a billionaire does this
2: right so um i identified uh, 20 aspects um mm-hmm. um in uh, in my book where i um identify the success on these three levels and mm-hmm. the thinking uh, on these three levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to know, of course, it is. A, it was a global project. So the billionaires in that book uh, are uh, from different countries, Wait. different cultures, mm-hmm. um, different religions, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. world regions and so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, as far as I know, uh, nobody has ever done anything like right. this in mm-hmm. the history to uh, gather so many billionaires mm-hmm. for a book project and on a global scale. On mm-hmm. top of that, and um, and they are of course different personalities, mm-hmm. but I was, uh, but they have the uh, these common denominators uh, that are the same in mm-hmm. their personalities and that uh, are decisive for the achievements independently mm-hmm. of where you are in the world, what culture, mm-hmm. what language you speak, and, and what religion you belong to. And um, uh, so and now about uh, these three levels of, uh, of success. So in these 20 aspects, I, I identified uh, three levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lowest level I call the drifters. So yeah. these, uh, these are are. Generally, the unsuccessful people, mm-hmm. people who just drift through the oceans mm-hmm. of uh, of their lives mm-hmm. and uh, driven by the, or let's say, uh, moved by the uh, waves of events or the waves right. of opportunities. We're just whatever. happy
1: to float along. We get our yeah, paycheck. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh,
2: so they uh, they don't know where they go. And of course, mm-hmm. they don't know how to get there because right. they don't have these goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we have, so this is the lowest uh, mm-hmm. level of success, of course. <laughs> These people are pretty unsuccessful in business. Mm-hmm. Then we have the level of millionaires. This is the level that uh, until now was considered uh, uh, success in business, right? right? Mm-hmm. But what I realized uh, the millionaires or as I said before, are pretty average. Uh, it, it is a pretty average performance in, mm-hmm. uh, in business nowadays mm-hmm. and uh, they have also different thinking from the really successful people, mm-hmm. the, uh, so, so to say the world champions in business, mm-hmm. uh, from the billionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is the third level of success mm-hmm. and I start the book actually with this um, different, um, uh, because we have uh, these differences in these mm-hmm. 20 aspects. And I start the book with, uh, with this uh, first uh, major difference that, uh, um, that is how they perceive the world and their mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, the drifters, they see themselves as the mm-hmm. product of uh, circumstances, right. as uh, the product of the conditions they mm-hmm. were born in or they are in, right? They, they yeah. say um, uh, things like, you know, in order to be successful, you need to be happy, uh, to, to be lucky. Right, mm-hmm. because uh, only uh, you can achieve success only through mm-hmm. luck. Uh, if you are in the right place, mm-hmm. if you know the right people, if you were born in the right country, or wherever, right, what you uh, encountered the right uh, opportunity or found mm-hmm. a gold uh, gold bucket, whatever. Right, right. But so Struggle. this, this mm-hmm. right. So this is uh, general the the drifter thinking, the lowest uh, thinking, and these people usually also. Uh, play uh, in lotteries because they uh, they right. see lotteries as only. That's capital. how
1: they're going to get their fortune. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly, that's how they are going to to earn their uh, fortune to get their fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then we have the level of millionaires where uh, millionaires say things like, you know, I have I am a captain of my life. I have mm-hmm. generally the fate in my in my hands. Uh, and I need to look out for opportunities mm-hmm. in, in life in order to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. So I need um, these... Uh, maybe still not kind luckies. of some luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe not lucky circumstances, but still mm-hmm. some luck in order mm-hmm. to encounter these opportunities.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, and and I am willing and I am maybe skillful enough to take advantage of them. Right? Mm-hmm. But the billionaires, they have... Uh, even a, a different approach. They mm-hmm. say, no matter what my uh, surrounding, mm-hmm. my, what my conditions are, I have my vision, I have my goals, and I will, right. you know, achieve it. No matter what, I, mm-hmm. I will find a way to mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to materialize that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, even that you see that that uh, they try somehow to. Uh, um, to shape the, the world around them, mm-hmm. right? And if they are unable or if they, you know, if uh, they are not unable to somehow shape this world mm-hmm. or uh, change this reality around them, they they uh, then they still have the option to go somewhere else right. and take an advantage of mm-hmm. the reality uh, of uh, mm-hmm. somewhere else, somewhere else uh, someplace else, mm-hmm. right? So many of the uh, billionaires in my book are actually immigrants, right? So this mm-hmm. is uh, strikingly one of the, let's say, discoveries that I Mm -hmm. made. And this is pretty, uh, I would say, um, uh, counterintuitive, that you have uh, a higher chance of becoming a billionaire when you are an immigrant than Mm. when you are local. Interesting. And uh, because we are not talking about average success here, we are talking here about extreme success. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be successful to that extreme level many things in your personality have to uh, to come along and mm-hmm. one of these um, uh, one of these um, uh, let's say uh, personality traits or these uh, personality aspects is hunger for example mm. and uh, <laughs> when you are local when you are mm-hmm. born in a country uh, when you raise in your let's say Fluffy environment, Mm -hmm. uh, you are being taken care of, Mm -hmm. and so on.
1: Right, you you, have a a lower drive, shall we say? You (laughs) have a lower
2: drive, lower motivation. You Mm -hmm. don't have that hunger for success Mm -hmm. because uh, you will be taken care of. I Mm -hmm. mean, you don't have to uh, to prove yourself. You don't have to um, uh, to perform, Mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, But when uh, when you are a newcomer to a country uh if you don't perform you will you will just hunger right, right? Mm-hmm. You, you will uh you will lose out so mm-hmm. you have to perform and nobody's taking care of you you have right. to take care of yourself right. you have to stand on your own feet and mm-hmm. so on so this motivation is much higher and this of course on in the long term, so mm-hmm. hum, um you know uh, it's a it's a compound effect mm-hmm. that uh, that comes along with that right that this is one thing and the other thing is many of the billionaires they were really uh, experiencing hunger in their childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. physical hunger, right? I right. like have people who are immigrants to, um, I mean, in, in that book, there are two people who are immigrants from Europe to mm-hmm. uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. One of them uh, immigrated after the Second World War from mm-hmm. um uh, from Austria, who mm-hmm. he was hungering, of course, in uh, in Austria after, mm-hmm. after right. the last war. Yeah, it,
1: was, it was post-war. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, post-war. So uh, he experienced hunger himself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh and and he, and he, and this hunger still is uh, in his heart so he, right. he was, yeah
1: you can uh, always go back to it it's, you know he's, right. he's, he's, he's there's he, a fear he, of that
2: mm-hmm. he, this fear of that so he was uh, like building uh, that business in order to never hunger again mm-hmm. and of course this somehow developed later into more ph- philosophical right. attitude uh, mm-hmm. to also um Uh, make sure that other people Mm -hmm. don't hunger or don't have to hunger like Mm -hmm. his employees and uh, you know recipients of his philanthropic activities Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also another uh, billionaire Frank Hazenfratz who immigrated from uh, Hungary after the Hungarian uprising against Mm -hmm. the Russians Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) who came to Canada with Zero money in his pocket. He got mm-hmm. only five dollars as a start from an immigration officer. Mm-hmm. That he was living for one month uh, in a railway station on a mm-hmm. bench, sleeping on a bench in a railway station. He was generally homeless for a mm-hmm. month, and uh, he knew if he didn't if he d- didn't take care of himself, mm-hmm. nobody would. Right. Mike. And uh, uh, and this uh, this drive stayed with him mm-hmm. uh, till today. And Mike. this is the guy who says, uh, you know, and. Uh, because, you know, most people don't realize, I mean, how strong the drive
0: mm-hmm. of pediatrics right.
2: are and at how high the mm-hmm. work more, uh, morale is or right. the working ethics is. Mm-hmm. So Frank Hassenfrads, for example, has uh, says, uh, you know, I... Nowadays I am seventy-something, so I work only half days, from seven
1: a.m. to seven p.m. Right? <laughs> oh, seven to seven is a half day. It is, <laughs> so this is
2: but half not for day somebody in their seventies, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Right, right. You know, and one of the things that really struck me as I was reading, um, and it didn't matter what level somebody started at. I mean, you know, we're we're clearly talking about some of the ones that start at you know e- extreme poverty, and then there were you know several that that weren't, but they they did not blame anyone else for it. Just you know, there you know, it wasn't oh woe is me or anything like that. It was just that's the way it was. But we're going to get out of it and get better, you know. And and I think that's one of the things that many people do is you know well well I, and and you kind of mentioned that that you know we we think well it 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 takes luck and and we blame others. Well, I didn't get X because. You know, and instead of, well, maybe I just didn't try hard enough or, you know, all those various things. And when something went wrong, they went, okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) I I, I tell you a a nice story from the book that will, I think, inspire your audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is this uh, billionaire called Peter Stordalen in in my book. He is a Norwegian uh, Mm -hmm. and he's called um, King of Hotels in Scandinavia because he owns right now uh, a chain of two hundred hotels, mm-hmm. and the very best hotels in Scandinavia belonged to to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but when he was young, he was like twelve.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he was selling strawberries uh, for his father on a local market.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, his father was a like um, small merchant in mm-hmm. a small uh, town in uh, uh, in Nor- Norway, Portsgrun or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, in summer. Uh, they had like uh, a field of strawberries and his father was uh like uh, collecting the strawberries and bringing them to the market so mm-hmm. peter could sell them he was 12 at that year mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. was uh you know there were of course there was competition on the market right. older people like uh, adults mm-hmm. who had like stands with fruits with mm-hmm. uh, not only strawberries also other fruits mm-hmm. with vegetables maybe some flowers they had like uh advertisement they Mm -hmm. had like nice sunroofs and so on
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, but Peter had only you know uh, let's say uh, a simple table Mm -hmm. um, and uh, let's say um, a beach umbrella Mm -hmm. uh, that that he had and Mm -hmm. he just he was just selling strawberries Mm -hmm. right and he was observing these adults and and thinking to himself, if I only had you know all these conditions, mm-hmm. I mean all these you know fruits and uh, advertisement mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. A nice uh, uh, roofing, whatever, then I could sell more. And he was uh, then um, you know. One, uh, one evening, he was telling that to his mm-hmm. father, Father, if I, if, uh, because his father uh, told him, you know, you were you good today. I mean, you were selling pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, if I, if I had more fruits, different mm-hmm. fruits, and uh, better strawberries, bigger mm-hmm. strawberries, fresher strawberries, and uh, advertisement and uh, better, you know, um, uh, better conditions, mm-hmm. then I would really sell well. And uh, his father uh, uh, told him, "No, I will tell you something, and uh, remember that, uh, and always remember that. Sell the strawberries that you have, because these are the only strawberries that you can sell." Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter couldn't uh, uh, couldn't get asleep for a long time that mm-hmm. night. <laughs> at, at the end, he he realized how genius his father was, really? and uh, from that he mm-hmm. developed uh, a full. Um, philosophy, Mm -hmm. he calls it strawberry philosophy, that says generally do whatever you can what, uh, with what you have instead mm-hmm. of thinking what you don't have mm-hmm. and uh, uh, waiting for better conditions or mm-hmm. better, you know, circumstances. Uh, just take advantage of everything that mm-hmm. uh, that you have in your hands right. um, instead of uh, waiting or like bitching around about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, uh, what you could have or uh, complaining about mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. your competition and, and so on. And uh, Peter Stordalen not only developed that uh, that strawberry business, he built a, a, a huge company. I mean, uh, the hotels are the only one part of the company,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but uh, real estate is another part. He has also a publishing house, and and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And the company is called Strawberry, right? And he was it reminds uh, him chosen.
1: all the time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, all the time. And he was chosen, by the way, and not not chosen, but he was named by a local newspaper at that time when he was 12, the best strawberry seller uh, in uh, Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. And he calls him a strawberry seller until today. Of course, he doesn't sell uh, mm-hmm. strawberries anymore. Right. But uh, he has the strawberry seller mindset. Right.
1: It's, it's in his heart that that is in what his heart,
2: talking. And this is the mm-hmm. attitude that billionaires have and that everybody should have if, mm-hmm. uh, if we really want to achieve something.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yeah. I call it resourcefulness, by the yes. way, and mm-hmm. uh, some um, some billionaires call um, themselves or the way they act or uh, they behave in business as resourcefulness without mm-hmm. resources, meaning right. you know the ability to mm-hmm. create something from nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Right. Right. You know, one of the things that that you talk about in the the book is they all are, they all know how important relationships are. You know, and, and I love the fact that when you were meeting with some of these folks, you went to their homes, you went and had coffee with them. I mean, all these various things. And we would typically think that you would have had to have gone through, you know, nine different people to, to get, to be able to go meet them in their office, you know, for like five minutes worth of their time. But they understand that that's not, you know, they, they got to where they were by relationships and and so you know it was it was very important to them to to always be carrying that through
2: right absolutely so uh i mean to the first part of your uh, of your story it was really a uh a great challenge to get to these people. Right. And, oh, yeah. It's not uh, like so they first, have
1: email addresses that you can Google, right?
2: <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, one, one of the things to get through all these gatekeepers, mm-hmm. because, you know, behind them, they, they are like organizations of what mm-hmm. uh, hundreds of thousands of people,
0: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
2: So armies of people, generally they are kings in their kingdoms, you, right. you would say, mm-hmm. right? So it is really difficult to uh, get through to them and not mm-hmm. to be somehow... Uh, rejected on a mm-hmm. lower level by mm-hmm. a manager right. yeah, you get to talk to the HR director, person mm-hmm. Manager mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. HR whatever right. mm-hmm. uh, or then personal assistant mm-hmm. at the edge mm-hmm. uh, but uh, to, to get to them and then and another challenge is mm-hmm. to actually convince uh, mm-hmm. them that they should spend some part of uh, of, of their time on, right. uh, on, on your project, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, uh, you know, some of the uh, of, um, of the interviews they they took maybe several hours but they were also interviews that took several days weeks mm-hmm. uh, or right. even several meetings throughout two or three years mm-hmm. right so i was also staying on the yachts or even living on the yachts so <laughs> this uh it, it, it went pretty far and mm-hmm. i i also won several friends among mm-hmm. uh close mm-hmm. friends so but uh coming back to the to the second part Yes, uh, you have to realize that uh, business is uh, about people, right? Mm-hmm. Without people, uh, there is no business. And right. if you uh, you don't, um, let's say, me, Raphael, if I do business with IBM, I don't really do business with, with IBM. Right. I do business with somebody mm-hmm. who represents IBM. Mm-hmm. So I have to build that uh, relationship and... <coughs> um and the, for example a good measure for your future business success is uh, the measure of um how satisfied your customers are mm-hmm. or uh, on an, on another level how sustainable how long term the relationships mm-hmm. are that you have built with your customers mm-hmm. or with your other um, stakeholders mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it is much uh, it is always difficult to uh, to build a new relationship, mm-hmm. and it is much easier to sustain a relationship. Right. So it is really important to build the long-term relationships, mm-hmm. and uh, that are based on trust. Because uh, in another another thing that most people don't realize is,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, in business, uh, it doesn't actually really matter who knows you. It even doesn't matter who likes you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what really matters and uh, because if you have only you know that somebody uh, um, uh, knows you and somebody likes you it is enough just for one one time tran- transaction right. business mm-hmm. but if you want to have a long time uh, relationship if your business really need, uh, uh, if you want your business to be really sustainable long term uh, successful in the long term mm-hmm. you you need to have these long term relationships right. Days you can build only with trust. Mm-hmm. So it is. It doesn't matter who knows you. It doesn't matter who likes you. But it matters who trusts you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, by the way, the wisdom of uh, Navin Jain, an, uh, an American entrepreneur, mm-hmm. also an immigrant from uh, from India, who worked for Bill Gates mm-hmm. at the beginning at Microsoft before Microsoft mm-hmm. went public, and then um, created his own company. Um, InfoSpace, I Mm -hmm. uh, I I guess uh, I guess uh, that uh, was one of the giants in the uh, dot com bubble, Mm -hmm. and since then uh, he has created several other Mm -hmm. uh, billion dollar companies. One of them uh, is is called Moon Express, and this is a guy who uh, uh, who says, you know, don't tell me. Sky is the limit because I'm gonna mine the moon.
1: Right, he's right. gonna go so, to the moon.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, so he uh, he builds he's building a spaceship right mm-hmm. now uh, to in order to be able to go to mm-hmm. uh, to moon and be the the first private enterprise who mm-hmm. goes to, uh, who goes to the moon. Right, right. right.
1: You know, and, and I love that he's doing it in a way that not a lot of people know about it. I mean, you know, it's not like some of the, the other people over here in America where that's, you know, that's what they're talking about. And of course there's a variety of reasons as to, to do that, but it does come back to the fact that, you know, they, they do it quietly. They just go, they do. And, you know, and, and maybe that's what, one of the reasons why they're so successful is they're not worried about what the rest of the world thinks yeah you know, they right, so. they just go and they do it and and as we said some of them have had failures i'm sure they've all actually had failures but it hasn't been catastrophic because sometimes nobody even knew about it you know, like one of the things that that you point out in the book is they never risk it all <laughs> you know they're smart enough that they're like no you know we're we're not going to put everything in it so that if it doesn't work we're we're done for you know, right, I mean, it depends
2: on the you know on the stage you are in uh, mm-hmm. in your business, right. right? If you are young mm-hmm. and uh, you can risk everything, because right. you can uh, you can
1: ideas, build it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you can build it again. There is still, uh, still a long uh, runway, mm-hmm. but as you progress and you have become uh, successful mm-hmm. already, like several billions, whatever, uh, then you have um, uh, to, to work with that risk reward mm-hmm. uh, ratio. Uh, but what what is different uh, in, in billionaires? They are not. Um, let's say, we are not unwilling to lose even billions. Right, right.
1: right. They they are but, not risk adverse at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, not risk adverse mm-hmm. at all. But they always look at the upside potential mm-hmm. and, the, uh, 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 and the downside, right? right? And if mm-hmm. they can live with that, uh, mm-hmm. they say, okay, let's try, right? right? This is also a difference between normal people and billionaires, uh, mm-hmm. or let's say, yeah, uh, normal people say why? Why should I do that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, people say why not, right? right. They just uh, give it a try and they say, mm-hmm. okay, what can I lose? And uh, if uh, if they can live with that, mm-hmm. um, if they lose, uh, then they say, okay, let's give it a try. Right? Right. If I if they can afford to
1: lose, mm-hmm. right? right? You know, and and I, some of the other things that that you talk about in the book, and again, there were were twenty. You know, they're always. L- Uh, one of the things I liked was they're always reading, but for some of them, it was never about business. And I loved that because they realize they need to take a break. And, and so they took the break by reading, by, by doing all sorts of things. Um, And I haven't had a chance to to check. You do have a resource on your website that talks about some of the books that they read, but I love the fact that, you know, they're not all, while they're continually learning and improving themselves, it's not, uh, you know the, the the whole reading thing in many cases was for relaxation because they need that.
2: I would say it's more for um, intellectual stimulation, okay. right? So that's why they uh, some some of them they don't read business they read uh, things outside of, right. of business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have even one. Uh, there is uh, even one billionaire in that book that is really a novel writer, and his novel mm-hmm. became even a. a uh, obligatory reading in French schools, mm-hmm. So he, he's really successful mm-hmm. with that. He won several uh, prizes mm-hmm. with his novels and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not only reading, it's even Great. writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally I think this is, um, what they, what they try to do is to get a different approach, uh, mm-hmm. to something, some stimulation, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: mental stimulation. And, um, so reading as part of the, uh, ritual, um, uh, part of this of this <coughs> contemplation. Mm-hmm. So people, uh, they uh, all of them, they contemplate in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them, they just... I know, the one three.
1: guy takes 30 to 40-minute showers. I'm oh, like, really?
2: Right. <laughs> uh, or go, you know, for a walk to mm-hmm. contemplate or be on their own or... Right. Uh, get some uh, like mental stimulation Mm -hmm. from reading, uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it it seems important and um, they try to always find a new way of um, looking at things Mm -hmm. of approaching uh, problems, approaching uh, maybe the reality um, that gives them the edge Mm -hmm. or let's say a perspective that maybe nobody Mm -hmm. has and nobody has uh, taken uh, before, Mm
0: -hmm. right?
1: you know, and and you also talk about the fact that they have their own routines um you know they 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 do pretty much the same thing every day you know and 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 i think that's where so many people it, it, you know get get lost as as a business owner is you know we do this then we do that then we do this then we do that and you know all these various things with our day and and then by the time we get to the end of the day we realize well wait a minute the most important thing didn't get done you know, and and all of these things. So, talk to us a little bit more about the routines that they they have.
2: Right. So, um, uh, generally, uh, uh, I was I described in the book uh, the six habits of, uh, of mm-hmm. wealth. So, uh, billionaires have the habits that they follow, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and at the end, uh, they they have these routines or ritualized mm-hmm. habits. And routines are generally, you know, sequences of activities right. or of habits mm-hmm. that just flow into each other mm-hmm. so they don't take any, let's say, mental mm-hmm. energy from them. Right. They, they don't have to decide, now should I go right. to, to the gym or not? It's not stop yeah,
1: and do this and stop and do this.
2: Yeah, or should I do that or not? Because mm-hmm. this is just automatic mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in, the, in the morning. And they... Uh, these routines they have different, slightly different from, uh, forms from uh, a person to a person, mm-hmm. but, but generally they have these routines, and mm-hmm. um, and usually they um, in in these routines uh, there is sports, sport, some sport activity. Right,
1: you you mentioned the fact that many of them are excellent athletes.
2: Exactly, so mm-hmm. it is also um, let's say striking that uh, pretty let's say. Um, astounding uh, percentage mm-hmm. of uh, billionaires—they were uh, professional at- athletes mm-hmm. uh, in, in the youth, in the youth,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, or even if not professional, they were like uh, good, really good at some mm-hmm. at some sports. Right. And uh, so, uh, and uh, there are a lot of parallels between sports and uh, business. Of course, competition mm-hmm. is one of them. Uh, but also this discipline, this uh, let's say uh, being accountable for your mm-hmm. results, right, and not blaming others that you know somebody it's somebody else's fault mm-hmm. uh, that you didn't perform, right, um, and uh, also um, something la- uh, like being uh, humble in uh, in defeat, right, mm-hmm. right. and uh, taking defeat in mm-hmm. in, uh, in consideration that you mm-hmm. do it despite the fact that. Most likely, you you won't win, right? And Mm -hmm. this is something that that most people like have uh, have trouble with Mm -hmm. to to start an activity if they don't want, if they if they aren't sure they will be successful, right? -hmm. right? Most people are just afraid to lose, and Mm -hmm. uh, they just don't take uh, any steps uh, Mm -hmm. in that direction because until they are uh, somehow uh, guaranteed that uh, that it will be successful, right? but coming back to the, to the habits, so one of the habits uh, in, the, in the routine that they follow is uh, the, spor- uh, the, the sports, right? So kind, kind of uh, either workout or maybe uh, jogging or maybe mm-hmm. walking, depending on, uh, on the age, of course. Uh, then uh, there is this um, um, meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, in different forms, uh, like uh, taking shower, thirty-minute shower,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, reading is another uh, mm-hmm. another habit that they have, and uh, and uh, also uh, taking care. Of, okay, okay. So th- these are, let's mm-hmm. say, the morning routines. Right? Mm-hmm. There are other habits that are in the in the, the in the other parts of of the day, or general habits like taking. Care of the health, mm-hmm. you will find all, all of them in in the book, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, generally, they uh, so they have generally two routines. One of the routine is in the morning, and the mm-hmm. second routine is the things that they do when they arrive to the office to work, uh, right? So mm-hmm. they have also like routine, routineized activities that they take care of uh, the very first in the in the morning. And it mm-hmm. depends also. On the level of the development of your, of your business. Of course, if you are a chairman, Mm -hmm. you just talk to your maybe personal assistant Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, to your CEOs in the morning. But when you are in the beginning, you go through the, to Mm -hmm. your factory floor Mm -hmm. and talk to the people or maybe, you know, um, take, uh, uh, talk to your secretary mm-hmm. what is what are the tasks that you need to take care of so it it depends of course on on the level i mean how far you are into your business development
0: mm-hmm. right
1: well you know it's it's interesting because you did talk to twenty you know different different billionaires um about their tactics and and things like that. And, and you and and you came up with these different strategies and, and things that they have which one did you think was the most important hmm.
2: I you know this is like mm, uh, I, I would like to, to say here some, some uh, something that may be not uh, I don't want if I, I don't I don't think um, I don't know if your audience will uh, will want to hear that but uh, the most important thing is mm-hmm. to realize that success in business isn't guaranteed. Right. Only the mm-hmm. failure is guaranteed mm-hmm. if you do the uh, wrong things. Mm-hmm. So, all of these 20 aspects are necessarily right. Right. necessary right.
1: if you and, want to really. And you can say, I don't level. want that one. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So, all of them are necessary if mm-hmm. you want to take to that level. Right. But even if you do everything right in your mm-hmm. business, even then success mm-hmm. isn't guaranteed. Oh, right. So mm-hmm. you can, um, uh, you know, the uh, the law can change, the market mm-hmm. can change, mm-hmm. the political situation can mm-hmm. change, and, and uh, your business model may mm-hmm. become uh, not viable from right. one day to another, mm-hmm. right? Or, uh, you know, a c- c- catastrophe can, mm-hmm. uh, can happen, mm-hmm. and, you know, your factory can get flooded, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a climate change uh, catastrophe, whatever. So they, they, there is so many things that can happen to mm-hmm. you, but the, uh, the clue is uh, to do it anyway with, right. the, uh, with the knowledge mm-hmm. that it may not be enough mm-hmm. or with the knowledge that you may fail. Right. Because if you don't do anything, nothing will happen.
1: Right, right. right. And if you do fail, figure out why and go on. Um, you know, and, right. and I so think that's what happened. You know, so many people were like, "Ah, yeah, didn't work."
2: Just right.
1: not, not going to try again. Um right. you know, so and- this is
2: why mm-hmm. most people uh, uh, don't succeed because they just give up mm-hmm. too early, right? Mm-hmm. And,
0: right. Uh, uh,
2: so this is uh, another, let's say, aspect that uh, it doesn't matter how many times you uh, mm-hmm. you fail if you get up every mm-hmm. time and uh, take your. Uh, conclusions from that right. and, and continue and right. never look back also because mm-hmm. you know many people or I mean all of us actually spend time or maybe too many time mm-hmm. thinking about past failures instead mm-hmm. of uh, uh, how can we proceed from that right
1: right, right. You know, and, and obviously there's lots more in the book and we want people to buy the book. So we weren't going to just do this, then this, then this, and this, but you know, several of the ones that, that's the other ones that struck me were things like, you know, they're, they always live with integrity. You know, these, these are not people who are, you're going to, to, you know, hear about because something, now something bad might happen, but that could be that, you know, that, that, you know, but, but it's personally, they're living with integrity. They're, Uh, you mentioned the word, you know, when we were talking about relationship, trust, you know, there, there's someone that, that you can trust. Um, they give back, you know, you've mentioned that several times that they do, they are going to give back in, in whatever way. Um, you know, and, and part of that is because so many of them really struggled. So they're going to make sure that, that others don't struggle with that. Um, you know, and, and, so I, I love that. It was just, you know, and, and they're, they're always improving themselves. You know, what can they do? And I think that's one of the things is, you know, we get, to, you know, when, when you become a millionaire, or even if you're just, you know, making sure you got your bills paid, you kind of reach a plateau and you're like... <sighs> Whew. You know, and and you don't think what can I do next? And you know, and, and I think that was something that really impressed me is you know they got to this point, then like, okay, now how do we get to this point? Um, you know, and and they always just kind of continued improving, continued looking at ways that they could continue to to really be advancing, and you know, and and one of the things that also really struck me is for them, it wasn't about how many dollars or euros or whatever they had in the bank or were worth. It was about being successful. Um, And and I thought that was really important too, because I think that's the other thing so many people get stuck on is how much money have I got?
2: Right. I mean, uh, this is one of the uh, misconceptions. Billionaires didn't become billionaires because they were greedy or something. No, Mm -hmm. they became billionaires because they built so much value. Right. There are so many greedy people in the world, but this mm-hmm. is just not enough mm-hmm. uh, to become a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. The greed doesn't pay you or doesn't build value, right. right? You have to build something. You have to build something of value mm-hmm. for other people in order uh, to, so something valuable. Mm-hmm. And only then you can become a billionaire. Right.
0: right.
1: Well, what's next? I mean, you know, you talk to these these great people and you've written this wonderful book. So what is next for you?
2: well i'm researching uh, right now for the second part of the book because the first mm-hmm. one is generally what kind of person you need to be how you need to mm-hmm. think in order to be able to perform on that mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. right so it's about more about thinking
0: mm-hmm. and the
2: second part will be will be the beyond our strategies uh, which mm-hmm. means uh, what you actually have to do right mm-hmm. in your business so it's it's more of a business book it's about uh, how billionaires scale their businesses mm-hmm. how they uh, do M and A deals, uh, stuff like that. How they attract um, maybe investors, mm-hmm. um, how they hire people, how they uh, impose the culture on the company, mm-hmm. and so on and so on. So all these, let's say, business strategies that you that you need in order, mm-hmm. you know, to grow your company right. to that size. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is one thing, and mm-hmm. the other thing is, and uh, I'm pretty ambitious with that. If we will see if, we, if this uh, actually. Uh, if I'm successful with that, but as I said, if you don't try, you will never know. i right, right. building mm-hmm. a global um, group of billionaires called 10-Digit Impact Group, mm. which uh, uh, 10-Digit Impact Group, because if you take the numbers, uh, it's about billions mm-hmm. And uh, so it has a philanthropic dimension, if
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we want to have a positive impact on ta- on, mm-hmm. on billions of people. So I want to coordinate the philanthropic activities of these billionaires wow. because all of them are great philanthropists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, with a local scope, even a, a billionaire, uh, they have the limitations, right? Mm-hmm. But I want right. to create that organization mm-hmm. to somehow coordinate these activities and mm-hmm. have a global impact on, on billions of people, mm-hmm. right?
1: Well, I can't wait to talk to you again about this because I think it's it's so fascinating. And, you know, and, and it, the the tactics and strategies apply to everyone. You know, it's it's not just that, that people want to do that. And that's, you know, that is the, you know, the, the thing that I came away with on the book is, you know, I, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't want to be a billionaire. There's just, you know, but I want to be successful. And I, and I mentioned the fact that, you know, it's not about the money, it's about being successful. So by following your book and, and the, the 20 principles that they have, and then, you know, the, the the new book, it is, you know, it's, it's that's how we as normal people can be successful. And, and that's what I loved about reading the book. Plus, it was just cool to read their stories.
2: Right. I mean, this is uh, what, what I say also, you know, it's not about becoming a billionaire, it's mm-hmm. about... Learning uh, from the best people in right. your uh, um, um, yeah in your industry or mm-hmm. in your uh, uh, in in your way of business mm-hmm. or in the uh, in your field, right? right. So right. Uh, even if you if you play. Uh, uh, let's say basketball, maybe the probability of you becoming a world champion or NBA champion is slow, mm-hmm. but you would like to, to learn from, you still want to watch Michael Jordan play and to learn from him to, to you know, to, to play basketball uh, mm-hmm. because this is the way that you can most improve. Right. Mm-hmm. right.
1: And as you know, it's funny, we always do a, a quote that, that we use to promote the program. And you said, you know, there's lots of people that's millionaires and I'm, you know, paraphrasing here why not learn from the best and those are the billionaires right I love it well do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave us with today
2: well I would like to, uh, your audience to um, just to be brave to take more risks mm-hmm. and just uh, don't uh, don't worry too much even if you fail you have tried right uh, but you right. can succeed only if you if you try right mm-hmm. I mean the probability, of me succeeding in that project, uh, attracting over 20 billionaires mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. project, convincing them,
0: right. and then
2: uh, like distilling the knowledge mm-hmm. to share it with your with uh, uh, the entrepreneurs around the world. They were so low, and but I am happy and I am proud that I took that chance mm-hmm. and uh, and did everything to, to make it happen. Right. And I think this is something that you can apply uh, anywhere in, in life, mm-hmm. in uh, not only in business. Uh, let's take our chances let's mm-hmm. try uh, to to do stuff and mm-hmm. some of them will uh, fail uh, but some of them won't right mm-hmm. so and, uh, and you can't
1: be successful if you don't try
2: right absolutely
1: yeah. well rafia how do they find you and connect with you
2: so uh, go to the thebilliondollarsecret.com. Yep. Uh, thebilliondollarsecret.com. You can get a free chapter of that book. Of course, Perfect. you can get also mm-hmm. a book there on uh, Amazon. On mm-hmm. every outlet, you can get uh, mm-hmm. the book. There is also an audio book and ebook of that. Uh, I have my YouTube channel where I talk about uh, billionaires, about uh, business, about money. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, also the Billion Dollar Secret. So you will find me on uh, on YouTube that's it. That's it. Perfect.
1: I love it. And again, it's B with a billion. Billion dollar secret. Well, I've been having an absolutely wonderful time. And as I said, you know, can't wait to to talk with you again. But I'm Deb Creer. I've been talking with Raphael Badziag. And until next time, everyone have a great day.